the recycling. In the recycling. Aye. Computer systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab, jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. I cannot figure out our freaking Christmas lights. How are those? Oh my god! It's been it rained here all weekend. Real life Clark Griswold. Seriously, it you rained. I put up more lights this year than I ever have in the past. The pictures are on our social media because they think it's cute. But we put up all these lights. Then I came home last night from a movie and realized I couldn't see our house. The lights aren't on because it rained and the sockets got wet and they all turned. And our neighbors are having the same problem too. But now they're back on. I, I don't know. You want to remake? Whatever. Since we, uh, you know, we feel compelled very much to remake everything in new gender uh, gender roles, and we like to switch up all the representations. So everyone's on screen. Maybe we can relaunch National Lampoons, and you're the new Clark Griswold, but it's a female. I like that. I feel like it's a Melissa McCarthy role. Or like, who's the new Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy's kind of bold in that, right? Who's the new Melissa McCarthy that would be this uh, new gender role of not the man in the home? Because truly, me specifically, you might think that oh, it's 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 the Clark W. Griswold who's out there singing joy to the world, trying to light the goddamn house for no. Christmas. No. I don't care. It's a thousand percent on AJ, and God bless her for doing it. She's got all these lights going and stuff. But I found is... out that there are hooks. <laughs> oh man! As soon around, as soon as oh she, my god! As soon as she found out there was infrastructure left from something else, it was like an ancient civilization finding that someone else did half the work for them. There are like, hooks around the yeah. perimeter of our house, and I couldn't be more thrilled because that was the part that oh. I was worried about. But yeah, no, the ones over the garage are on now, but I don't know. I, I hate it all. But a, I mean, this is hilarious because she's been obsessed with this. I mean, this has been going on for a couple days now, all because of our unseasonable uh, rain that we happen to have here. But it's so funny because she literally spends half her time going, well, then now hold on. Those are so. On. If these are now, now hold. If if, if I reset this, oh well, no, that's not. This is so stupid. And then I was totally. Is the projector on? <laughs> no, the projector is the not project- on. No, it's not on. It is funny. I, I was, was afraid of getting electrocuted <laughs> about ten minutes ago because I went to plug in the other lights and realized not only was the no. socket wet, but the plug was wet, and I was like, "This is how I die," and it ends up in the news, and that's <laughs> that's not worth it. So why don't I wait till it's done raining? Well, because I think last year AJ got a kick, you know, being an Arizonan for the first time, but she decorated all of our outdoor cacti um, in in Christmas motif. It which, is a thing. By the way, she did find out it's a little bit harder than she may have originally thought. There are ways to do it. She may have learned a little bit from last year's experience. Yeah, but you, you did. I don't think you heard me because you were in session, but ooh. there was a lot of ouch. Yeah, well, I, you ouch. know. I, 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 like everything out I'm there sure will much. hurt you. I was figuring. Brush up against it. Uh, so, but it's but, still better than doing it in the yeah. snow. But you got a kick out of it last year and she posted all the photos on the IG and she did the same thing this year. So I get that. You like doing this kind of stuff, but it's absolutely hilarious to see the energy, attention. My, I can see the real estate it takes up in her mind anytime she's in a position as she is right now in our podcast studio sitting here looking sitting at the here, lights she can see the lights God out of it. through eye shot through a window she can see the lights it's absolutely hilarious it was a lot of work okay and if the rest of them are, if they're not going to work 
not okay. Welcome on. It's 173rd episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Thank you for listening, no matter if it's Spotify, which we know we're showing up on a lot of those Spotify rap lists. Thank you for having us there. Here's a version of that for Apple Music, too. All you Apple Music snobs, oh. are you seeing that? It's like I, I don't their, their year in review. Right, AJ, Spotify snob with the rest of them, right? Yeah, I've got time sorry. for your Apple Music. Um, thanks for being here, and thanks for allowing us to uh, entertain you with this following uh, uh, rendition of uh, AJ uh, versus uh, nature, okay? Ugh. AJ, as we all know, would like to fancy herself Snow White. She would like to believe that she can just walk outside, open her uh, arms, whistle a little tune, and that everything from birds, squirrels, to deers will slowly bounce up on her, nuzzle her closely, yes. and give her probably the unnegotiated uh, love that she's been searching for her whole life, right? And a case of rabies to boot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Listen, the lady loves animals, okay? We all know that. We've, we've talked about that in mass. So what do you do when you're faced with invading animals? And in this case, in Arizona, as a lot of Arizonans know, but in case you don't, we'll give you a quick uh, uh, background on the pack rat. Yes, the pack rat, not just a term for your great aunt, <laughs> great aunt Helen. Which I swear to Christ, I thought was the fucking meaning for it. I did too. So we moved here. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not just talking ill of my great aunt Helen. God bless you. There's many of the aunts that also had that that uh, nickname in the family. But they'd say, oh, they're a pack rat. You ever gone in their basement? Oh, they're a pack rat. Nothing but stuff. When our realtor said there were, we're, we, have, uh, we have pest control coming out because there are pack rats in your crawl space. And I said, are you telling me that somebody just left all of their old shit in our crawl space? Because to me, yeah, right? that's what a pack rat is. Like, oh, man, what did we get? What, what did they leave? Christmas behind? decorations? It's mine now. <laughs> that is not what she was talking about. No, no, no. We're talking about actual pack rats, all right? They're so really yeah. cute. All right. Pack rats um, are just what you're thinking of. They they, they are um, a rodent, okay? They're and, not quite as big as a rat, but a little sm- bigger than a mouse. Uh, yes. And, and they're known to be destructive where we are because they they get into things uh, such as attics and crawl spaces, uh, cars. If you leave cars outside, let's say you have one of those that you just don't drive a lot and you leave it in the driveway, you wouldn't do that here because they would eventually get up there and make a little nest. You know, you always see those squirrels yes. somewhere in Georgia where the dude opens up the hood to his 4 by 4 and there's a nest of baby squirrels in there. Imagine that, but just like every three doors if you didn't check it. Yeah. Now I say, We didn't realize yeah. this was a problem till it became a <laughs> yeah. problem. I mean, I say check it because if you walk through our neighborhood you actively see not only the routine maintenance of the the, the rodent um, prevention and removal and they're all those pest people right now, but they're everywhere. all specifically branded pack rat stuff and then on top of that you see folks uh, they have little prevention measures such as these blinking red lights which we have as well um, and it's because these certain pack rats these rodents uh, the, this stuff freaks them out. They run away. They do not like. One of our neighbors has a spotlight nice. under his car. I saw it last night when I was walking the nice. dog. So li- they have flashing so red light spotlights. D- so he probably, because see me and you, if we leave our car in the um, the driveways, because we're lazy, we can fit both of our cars in, in our garage, no problem. Well, 
problem. Well, it's not because we're lazy. Our garage door is on the fritz. Well, yeah, no, no, no. But, but yeah, but what yeah. I'm saying is we can fit it. So you yeah. imagine a guy like him. Who can't fit his car in the I'm garage. just going to yeah. take a guess that for whatever reason, maybe it's a too big of a truck. Maybe he has two cars in there. Maybe. I don't know. He has a, most people have a bunch of shit in there because yeah. there's no attics and no basements here. So maybe he's like, fuck, I got to park this car yeah. outside, but I don't want pack rats up in my F450. So they put measures such as a spotlight. You sure? It was spotlight. a spotlight, yeah. It's pretty cool. So we first noticed this was an, I mean, we knew this was an issue in our house when we moved in. Um, the pest control people came for like the first month we lived here, didn't find anything, but they're like, hey, you know, it's part of the part of the, the sale. Yeah, yeah. So we'll take care of it. So nothing really happened. And then over the winter, I started hearing noises in the crawl space. And that is also on our social media. And it scared the shit out of me because I was working an overnight shift and there was something moving above me. Then we covered this in a podcast. Eventually we go on to pay some folks to come out. They do a little digging around, end up setting up traps. Of course, the traps lead to some rodents being removed. And then Pat... (laughs) Um, what I just love about it, though, is is when AJ had to tell me kind of the size of the rodents. Okay, hang on. So <laughs> so I really thought for some reason we were yes. immune to this problem. Yes. Hold on. Can you please tell people when you heard stuff jumping around for the first time? Yeah. First time ever. You're out here. Holy smokes. This is happening. Like Three you said. Three o'clock in the morning. Like you said, you thought maybe you were immune to it. We yeah. had never had this problem. We're the only Arizonans. We're never going to have pack rat <laughs> problems. So you, when you heard it. What was the vision in your mind based off not only your awesome own catastrophizing skills of being AJ, but what you heard? What did you think was up there? Just describe size and maybe demeanor. What did you think? I was thinking maybe a possum, a raccoon, possum. something large. It sounded big. Like a dog. It sounded like a dog. It could have been Bobcat. I don't know. And I shit you not, <laughs> these things, body-wise, I mean, they're smaller than a hamster. No. They're not field mice. Those are small. But these things, I'd say they're about what? Palm size? Uh, I, they're palm. Uh, yeah, palm a little bit more. Palm, so, and then they have like a middle finger worth of a tail on them. So Pat went to Iowa after his dad had a stroke this summer, and I dropped him off at the airport so we didn't have to pay for parking. Hence, his car was in the driveway. And I was like, you know what? He is out of town. I'm going to take his car, get an oil change, get it washed, get it cleaned up, all so that thoughtful. good shit. So mindful. And so I did that. Such a great wife. I'm so hashtag blessed to have her. But before I did that, I said, you know what? I'm going to open the hood because I've heard the lore of pack rats making nests in the hoods of cars. So you don't want to be the one that goes to a uh, Jiffy Lube. And then they pop the hood. And then they go, oh, dude, before they take a picture and to show their buddy, yeah. they, they, they call you over to go, ma'am. Yeah, because these pack rats can cause like thousands of dollars of damage to your car. Uh-huh. So I popped the hood open and I shit you not. Go ahead. There was a nest, a well-made nest. There was nothing in it, but I cleared out the nest. I took a the picture real est- of it. The real estate it had been constructed. It was now on the market. It was on the market. Yes, okay. contingent, of course. But I, I, I texted it to Pat and I said, we really can't park our cars outside anymore. So we have come to the conclusion that no, we are not immune to this. We will not be the only Arizonans. And by the way, there's a lifelong Arizonan listening to this laugh. Oh, yeah. And you should. They're laughing. We're stupid. They're like, you fucking dummies. There are bus benches <laughs> that say Mr. Packrat 1-800, whatever. <laughs> this is like someone who moved to the Midwest from Arizona, and then eventually the first time their pipes freeze, they lose their mind. What? If anyone else is like, 
Yeah, first time, yeah, huh? It's first time first for time. everything, huh? So, listen, we go through all types of rigmaroles of do we have a pest service? Do we put traps up ourselves? Do well, the we... pest service was pretty honest about it. They were like, we put up traps, you paid us, that's great. You really don't need us. Like, yeah, they're like, it's kind of a... This a, isn't a problem. It's just kind of a thing that you might have to deal with once in a while. So you don't need to keep paying us to come out here. Now, this is where it gets tricky, okay? Because now most people, when it comes to that kind of thing, they either got the cojones to do it or they don't. That's why they call the pest services. But eventually, they kick it back at our court going, you guys can handle this. Whenever you hear something, throw a trap up there. It'll probably take care of it. Yeah. And then just make sure you empty the trap. Yeah. That's literally what the guy says. He goes, if it gets to be an issue, then call us back. Yeah, but they're I chewing re- through wires yeah. and shit. That's he goes, different. but I really believe if you're only hearing them once every couple months, that's all you got to do. Yeah. Because one makes their way in, no big deal. So AJ starts wrestling with the traps because now there's no barrier of a man, a hitman. See, this is how mob bosses get away with it. They have someone else do the dirty work. You don't got to deal with that on your soul. I'm the mob boss. You're my... Uh, I'm the what, fucking hitman. Yeah, but you're the hitman. I'm, I'm Christopher. It's Tony over <laughs> You're <here>. a capo. <laughs> so, you know, AJ researches humane traps for pack rats. And I think we talked about it. You found something called... The Mouse Motel. The Mouse Motel is a little, uh, I don't know... It's like a little plastic contraption <laughs> about the size of a shoebox, a little bit smaller. You put some bait in it. They go in for it, and then the door shuts yeah. behind them. Now, very Saw-like, right? Like, yes. very, imagine what, you know, anyone believes Saw would be like for you. You walk into a room thinking there's yummy treats. All of a sudden, you're trapped in there to die, right? Uh-huh. So, but the thought is, is that you empty this trap with this rodent, very hungry and confused, into the wild, thus saving the rodent's life and ridding your house of any damage they can incur. Yes. We talked about that. So we set up some traps. What I did not know was that this uh, previous experience with this old pest control place, apparently whatever we paid for included permanent traps. Yeah. Because these guys, when they emptied all their traps and basically said, look, you got this, they left all their traps up there. Yeah. And I said, hold on. All I got to do is reset all these traps. Yeah. And these are very traditional Clamp and crush. Oh, God. Oh, no. Rodent traps, right? You know, this is the, we put something yummy on it. Oh, it's You walk up to get the yummy. Oh, God. And then the thought is, quickly and as humanely as possible, the rodent is gone. You then empty the trap. So I go up there. I said, well, look at all these. Let me go ahead and reset all them because they still had a little peanut butter on them. A little peanut butter goes a long way. And of course, to make Mama happy, I put up her two, not one, two. She's two like mouse Don- motels. She's like Donald Trump. She puts up multiples, not just one. You got to have two. They have never before seen this amount of mouse motels go up this quickly <laughs> in the history of mouse motels. We put up these uh, mouse motels, I, in between this minefield of uh, traditional traps. And I tell AJ, holy fuck, you're never going to believe. And I, I, I tell her the entire thing. So we literally set this thing and kind of forget it. Forgetting the golden rule of what the pest control people told us when they so gently tossed the ball back in our court. Make sure you check the traps. Just make sure you check the traps. That's all you got to do. Hey, uh, set it, but make sure you check the traps. Yeah, it's not set it and forget it. Set it and check it. 
So, I did. I did check the live traps. I think a few days after we got them, because I was so paranoid about it, and I pictured myself again as Snow White <laughs> running out to the the. Is you it know, at Cinderella where they have the rats that uh, do stuff? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I pictured myself like Snow White running out into a field and letting this little pack rat go free, to, probably to come back to my house because I've heard that they'll come right back. But still, I'm like, I'll, I'll check these. I'll check these live traps. So of course I shit you not. It becomes a set it and forget it. We set these things, we forget it. We forget it till we hear something upstairs. The clickety clack that we so distinctly before thought was what was that a old possum you thought it was? A bobcat. <laughs> bobcat, maybe? No, a little little pack rat. We hear the clitter 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 cry, you know, cratter up there and And of course the cats, you know, cats notify us nuts. first, yeah. And so AJ starts getting on me, she goes, Hey, we have all those traps. Make sure you go up there and check them because if, you know, there's one in the most, the mouse, the mouse motel. motel, we're supposed to take them out and then drive them one mile away. <laughs> there's someone losing their goddamn mind listening to this. And I don't care. I know. To each his own. Okay. She, you probably do weird shit too. She goes, go check it because we're, you know, if there's something in there, we're supposed to go ahead and, you know, take, take it out. And of course she tells me that and I do not remember to of do that at all. Of course not. Of course not. More time passes. Remember what the pest control people said. Hey, make sure you check those traps. As I sit here performing mental health services uh, via my home office, I receive a text from my wife, which is rare because she knows when I'm in session, right? I'm like any other clinician out there, 50 minutes out of the hour, you can guarantee if the, if, if the door is closed, I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. And I try not to text him. She won't text me, and right? I, if I text him, it's it's not for a reply. Yeah. It's and just like, for she, an FYI. You know, because I'm like anyone else, a text can't just go to a phone. It has to go to the phone, the laptop, my watch. No, it's a no, wolf. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I've got fucking Ryan. From the office. The wolf finally happened. Because <laughs> it really is nine million things. I'm expecting a fax to like come through. I sent him a wolf. <laughs> but like, you know, normally she doesn't do it because nine million things go up. But a, a text comes through. So as soon as I, uh, the session is over, I make sure to check. Boom, what's this? And it simply is like the most SOS I've received in a while saying, listen, I'm a, I will do all these things for you, right? Like she's going to pick up the kid from school. Yeah, I took she, shit off She takes plate. everything off the plate and she goes, I'm going to do all this stuff. But I need you to do one thing. But I need you as soon as you're out of session. Call me. To give me a call. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. Give her a ring a ding ding, and she informs me. Listen, I was walking out to the car. I smelled something funky. Oh, God. I remembered we hadn't checked the trap. Oh, God damn it. And I don't know what kind of Auschwitz oh, I walked into. Or a concentration camp. I need you to go up there and deal with that, and I'll be back home in an hour. She left the house. Yeah. She no. vacated the premises. So, she has a flight response. Can I tell you what that? The more I know my wife and I love her so much, I've figured out she has a flight response. Shit gets woo. Whoop, she's out the fucking door, man. So I had smelled this in the garbage. It's the the entrance to our our um, crawl space. I mean, space I, is in I the mean laundry yeah. Room. I guess you have to set up exactly. Yeah, it's how. just it's a crawl space. It's a square in the ceiling. You use a ladder to get up there. This it's not very, like you can walk around. Yes, this is a very small crawl space yeah. in in our Arizona home. It's it's over a limited portion of our home, so it's a contained small yes. space. It's a, it's a small space. I don't know why we fucking have it. Yeah, you can't pointless. store anything in there, but apparently pack rats can get in it. They've literally told us like I'm like no, what. Can I put stuff up there? No, because no, the pack rats will make a home in there. Don't I'm like, what that. the hell? 
So the entrance is in the laundry room, which leads to the garage next to the garbage. Yes. I thought the garbage smelled. Pat has a habit of getting tacos. and um, Always blame it on my fucking tacos. But those tacos smell for a week. But they don't smell bad. They'll just smell like, you're like, that smells like onion. It smells like salsa. <laughs> so I just thought the garbage stunk. I'm like, well, thank God it's almost garbage day. And then I, I looked up and I said, oh, shit. I wonder if anything's in the traps. Because every time we've checked, there's nothing. And every time I've asked Pat to check, there's nothing. So I'm like, I'll check. I'm sure there's nothing. I put the ladder up. Yeah. I walk up there very slowly. And it's scary because you really, this little minefield, you you don't want to put your hand out there. Your hand I was going to say, <laughs> it's almost jackass-esque. It is. It's almost very, I believe, Danger Aaron jumping through all the uh, mouse traps. Yeah. So I go up there and I'm like, oh, I don't see anything. It's fine. And then I realize I'm not high enough. I have to go on the top That's rung. That's so awesome. So I go on the top rung and I do a quick, I can smell it already. I That's do a right. quick once over. Yeah, do it. There are multiple pack That's rats right. in multiple <laughs> traps, including one that oh, suffered a man. terrible death in the live trap. I like how you already fucking wrote a backstory. She already oh. has. She has a, a suffered. She has a James Cameron epic written in her mind it's for this. My Are fault. you going to make this like an Avatar movie? Can you make it about the saga of these pack rats who thought they were going to their salvation and instead at the end of the movie is a bloody battle and one pack rat is slowly just limping away. Stop it. Going, I will never forget you. I hate you. Listen. I almost screamed, so, and then I realized Pat was still in session. So it was like one of those yeah, screams where you, you cover your mouth. You said that. You said you literally figured out what would happen if, like, you walked in and, like, something terrible had happened and you needed to shut your mouth fast. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm just making up Dateline shit. If you walked in and I had, like, a hatchet in my head and I was dead and there might be a murder in the house, you figured out how to scream and shut yourself up because you said you viscerally yeah. screamed bloody murder realized I was in session with a client. Not far away. Realizing that I would then go, you know, let me pause this because I, I think my wife is dead. I'm like, he'll kill me if he comes out here because I screamed and it's because of the pack rats. So you real fast within a millisecond, shut your mouth. But you have a literal horror movie moment like in any of the screams when they walk in on a bloody scene. It was, it was kind of like... And you slowly back out of the house. You left the house. Woo! She just kept backing up. She backed up down the ladder. You know what I just find funny? Out I... the door to her car, out the driveway, and then texted me. You better call me. I didn't think about it until just now. Most people would scream if there were live rodents. You know, I was going to say, out of the I two, screamed because I killed a bunch of them. Would you them. rather have a bunch of live ones looking at you? Oh, but they're could so you, freaking cute. Did you they imagine? Are so if, cute. Could you imagine if you would have poked your head up and there were a bunch of live ones looking at you? That would like, be adorable. Get fucked. That, no. and, and then I would, also, problem. I would also call Pat and say, you need to deal with that. But. So this is the, <laughs> the news she delivers me. And one, I'm kind of like, that's cool. I don't got to go pick the kid up from school. I get to take a nap. Nothing better than an afternoon nap, right? Right, everyone? You get a fucking free 45 minutes of your schedule. Um, And I go, no problem. And I walk out there and I go, oh, it is funky. It it does smell. So I do what any innovative hippie does. I go and I grab one of our many face masks. I spray it with one of my wife's many perfumes. Oh, good. Smart. Put that thing on and I'm smelling roses as I walk up there with one of our scented, you know, garbage bags. 
Thank God. And I become, for a few minutes, uh, my own pest man, right? That's why I, I can do Pat's pest control if I ever want to hang up the old um, mental health license. Now, to be fair, you did get a nap in as well because I knew this would only take a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just didn't want to do it. I said, hey. I said one dirty work, man. Right? That's why dirty work costs a lot to get done. That's why because you don't want to do it. I, Without, I felt so bad. I'm, I love that you're so freaked out and you get backstories because I literally go up there and I got the mask. I'm smelling roses. and I go, oh, shit, she's right. Look at that. And I'm, of course, thinking successful. Next time we should remember to check the trap sooner. But, boy, they worked. We heard this critter cratter and that critter cratter lasted for about a day because they all obviously met their demise. Now, I know what AJ's sad about. Not only that, her little mouse motel. Let's call it Mouse Motel Atlantic City. All right. Mouse Motel A- Atlantic City laid vacant. I'm sad, though. I'm it sad had, for all the lives lost. It had no one in it. And then around it, there were nothing but clamps that had been triggered and mice that had oh. met their demise. But lo and behold, we then turned our attention to Mouse Motel 2, Electric Boogaloo, West Palm Beach. And it indeed did have a resident, and that resident had met a starvacious death. Oh, stop it. I feel so bad. Because they, they indeed, much like the Hotel California, checked into the Mouse Motel, but... Never checked out. You can't really ever leave. <laughs> uh, oh, God. One of your Mouse Motels had a mouse in there who had died because it had probably starved to death. Oh, jeez. So I literally God. am sitting there emptying all the clamp traps one after another. It's about seven. And then I got the one out of the mouse motel. And then she's like, don't reset the mouse motels. So I don't reset the mouse motels. And I, I take the bag and I tie it up and I throw it in the garbage. And I'm like, all right, cool. I get to go take a nap now. Right. And he did. Hey. I knew this would only take you a couple of minutes, but I still needed you to do it. But I shit you not. When she came home and I I tried to talk to her about it, we have been able to talk more easily about many traumatic events that we have witnessed and both been a part of easily than how she was unable to discuss the the atrocities that you saw. Because it's my fault. And it's my fault they're not living anymore. And I she feel like shit about was it. was literally like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't. I, I can't talk about this. No. I can't. We cannot. Please, Patrick. No. I won't. And I shit you not. I'm like, listen, I just want to let you know. Successful haul, right? Like, hey, we did it. Look haul? at that. But look at that. Those we, were one we little living thing. We things. didn't have to call the pest people. We didn't have to blow the $100. God That's 100 so more awful. for Christmas. I would happy Hanukkah. No, come on, baby. I just feel like a monster. I really do because there's. I don't feel like there's any good way to do I this. I feel like a monster. I do. Because- you act like you're what's his name in Toy Story? Sid. You act like you're Sid next door, who's this like kid who is torturing rats. Like, let me catch them and watch them fall. No, you're literally like any other person trying to protect their investment. Yeah, but I'm also like an Arizona resident now, who's like. Like, you know, we share our world with we them. Do. We do. And, and we do and a great job with it. Oh, get out of here. Come on. God. Did you get rid of the live traps? The live ones? I'm sorry. No, the live traps. The live ones. The ones Hold where on. they- Hold on. You wanted me to get rid of all the traps? No, no, no. Shush. 
I want you to get rid of the mouse motels because in, in the event well, that yeah, one I gets got rid in of the there mouse and motels, we forget about it. But the clamp ones, I left those you in You left there. those, but you got rid of the mouse motels. Yeah. Okay, that's what I, I want. I reset all the clamp ones. Okay, I, I can't. I ain't, ain't going to lie, bro. It's so cool, too, because it's like just a little dab of peanut butter, man. It's like that dab has been fruitful now a couple times. Because oh, when, when we discovered. These little pig when, rats think they're getting peanut butter, when, and then we kill them. When we discovered all those clamps up there is when AJ was like, put up the fucking mouse motel and i went up there to do that and i go wow there's all these clamps by the way one of them happens to have a visitor and it was like a mummified Ugh. you know pack oh rat. my god so i was laughing like well obviously we know it works because it caught one thinking no big deal but this time it was like boo, 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 boo. and they were fresh yeah man i mean they were fresh they were like funky they'd, they'd been there for a couple of days but they still looked oh, cute. they were so enough. they were stinky but they were cute dead oh my god it was which, so awful which i can't I, unsee it i've got to say every time i've dealt dealing with this is gonna get weird fast anytime i've <laughs> dealt with uh like animal carcasses and and, and dealing <laughs> Dealing with them, whether it's mice, you know, the, the pack rats, my fucking mom before, like she had me pick up her dead dog. I had to drive from I like central that. Wisconsin to Chicago to pick up a dead dog from a vet and yep. then bury it mob style uh, in her yeah. backyard. Right. Like she, she didn't want to do it. Go dig a hole. It's like I was fucking Joe Pesci in a good fellas. <laughs> I had to go dig the hole. I'll dig the hole. Like I never dug a hole before. Every time I've done that shit, I'm amazed that people have committed crimes and dealt with bodies. And can do this with a human body. And no, but have dealt with it in a, in a, um, a long-term uh, situation. Not like I did something, so I need to get rid of this right now. But people that like you hear about, hey, um, I'm just making shit up here, folks. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Hey, I did this atrocious act to my roommate. Um, and so I just kind of closed the door and went about my business for a day. And then after a day, I opened it and saw they're still in there dead. And now it's starting to stink. So that's when I ended up pulling it and putting it in. the Like, you hear those stories. And, like, here I am with, like, just seven little pack rats. It funks up the one room where I'm like, we need to do, we need to deal with this shit. And it's amazing. I think about people that on a much bigger basis um, have dealt with much more fucked up shit with bodies. Not only See, that, but, like, they... They sit there weird? And, and they know, they know what they did. Right. And they know that that body's still there and they that nobody, that. And, and, and they can sleep at night. Right. I, can't, I can't sleep can, at night knowing can. that that little pack rat <laughs> suffered in my but, mouse motel. Which, which by the way, not to bring everyone down, we've talked about, about a lot of true crime. You have never heard that visceral reaction come out of her about any of that true crime. No, uh, because right. animals are innocent. That's right. That's they right. They are innocent. Dead Pe people. People can really suck. <laughs> Coast to coast, people plotted behind their backs, people's demises. Well, that's that's sad. But let me tell you about a real tragedy. Can you um? Can you please, in the spirit, uh, because this totally applies, yes. in the yes. spirit of my friend Bridget, who we did talk about on the podcast months yeah. ago. We did. She was diagnosed with cancer. Her Bridget name, was your friend who was yes. going to have a death party. She Her, ended up yeah. not having it, but she No, was, she did. Oh, she did have so it? So what cool. happened, she had cancer. And when I say be like Bridget, I mean yeah. like you, everybody should be like Bridget. Legit awesome Best person. Best person yeah. I've ever met in my life. Bridget Minster. Loved her to death. So many people loved her. Anyway, she was diagnosed with cancer. 
She was going to have a death party to basically, she's like, I got six months left. Like I want to see knew, everybody. She yeah. like, uh, unlike most of us who just one day you're going to figure out when you're dying, yeah. right? She, she knew. She knew and was like, look, before I go downhill fast. I want to see everybody. I want to have like this fuck. It's yeah. like a funeral, except you get to attend. Yes. How awesome is that? So she had this death party and then found out that like her treatment was actually working. <laughs> she goes, oh, I may not die. You know, so funny. We had a death party. Unfortunately. I feel like that's the old Henny Youngman joke, by the way. A man went to the doctor. The doctor gave him six months to live. He couldn't pay his bill. The doctor gave him another six months. <laughs> Ow! Um, she did pass away the um, Unfortunately, Saturday. Though. Uh, she did pass the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I got to see her in September, though. Yeah, when I but, home, but which... I mean, she lived a lot longer than the initial run. And, yeah, I mean, you know. and, and I told Pat about it. I said, I'm just sad because she just was a great person that I'm going to miss and that so many people are going to miss. And Pat told me this joke. That had me rolling on the floor. Yeah. And it absolutely applies to the pack rats. Can you tell everybody that joke you told me? Um, the Irish with the, the my dog died. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I, I spend my time like a lot of 44-year-old men, which is uh, on Instagram Reels, right? <laughs> That's all he so. does. And then he sends me the best ones through text. So I was uh, uh, watching. I, I follow this one Irish account, uh, just like Irish Daily, because Irish people, like I said, we've talked about before on one of our podcasts, they export great culture. It's awesome culture. But it was a Irish comedian. He was telling a story. And you listen, it's a different form of stand-up comedy. You ever seen like a, a British, UK, Irish comedian, the kind of more long form. So I... I I really kind of listened to it and I heard it and I wanted to relay it to AJ. I said, well, you guys are all Irish. So you can kind of think about Bridget it. Bridget was very Irish. Oh, yes. that, well, that's how you guys all met, right? The Irish, Irish dance. I've known, yeah. I've known her for 20 years through Irish dance. I sit there and I watch this thing and uh, the Irish guy goes, so about uh, two or three years ago, my father, he died, uh, died of cancer. Okay. And after about two or three weeks after he died, my mother comes to me and she says, Potty, I think it's time we tell the dog that your father has died. Mm-hmm. We sat down with the dog. We looked at the dog dead in his eyes, and we said, Rover, daddy's gone. He's not going to be coming home. So Rover looked, wandered over to me father's chair, Hopped up in the chair, and he died right there. Oh, my God. Not one of you motherfuckers said anything when I told you my father died of cancer. <laughs> Not one of you motherfuckers. I tell you, my father died of cancer. <laughs> Not a peep. He's a man who raised me. This is why I'm here today. Not a single law. Oh, I tell you, the dog goes and dies. <laughs> You're writing checks to the sad lady on the TV about the puppies in the cages. Which does, of course, bring to light the very hearted stuff that um, if you want people to be outraged, don't uh, uh, have the police shoot a human. Have them shoot a dog. Okay. Or have them set a trap for a bat. Right. What happened in La Crosse, Wisconsin? When a bear was shot out of a fucking tree. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. You remember when a fucking bear, a bear wandered into a goddamn park with kids. And, of course, the bear runs up a tree. And the police, doing what I guess police do, said, fuck it. We're going to shoot this bear out of the tree. Oh, my God. This little river town. You would have, you thought people went nuts over fucking George Floyd. You hadn't seen white people lose their mind. 
They lost their fucking shit. They didn't freak out as much when, like, <laughs> men went missing in the Mississippi River. They could fall through the ice and die in the river. But There they might be shot- a serial killer in lacrosse, but it doesn't matter because the police right. shot a bear out of a tree. Holy smokes. So, of course, that brings to light that we have these visceral reactions to these animals because, of course, we don't have the ability to know what they're saying. As I told AJ, wouldn't it be funny? If like you, uh, like your dog could talk for a day, let's a uh, fucking genie. This is the Aladdin. You rub yeah. the genie and you, you use three wishes. Yeah, you have three wishes. The first one, you're like, I want all the money. You're like, boom, all the money. You're like, I want to be skinny. Boom, you're skinny. And then the third one is, I want my dog uh, to to be able to talk. I want to know what my dog's saying. And the genie goes, just one day, but I'll grant your wish. And then you find out the first thing your dog says is, how about that Kanye West? You know. <laughs> Finally, so, fi- you know, some of the things he says really make sense. I got to tell you, you know, <laughs> maybe he's the guest smartest guy in the room. Huh? When, like, like you found out that's what your pets. Are you telling me <laughs> to pretend that the pack rats were anti-Semites? Just so imagine. Yes. Why don't you imagine they're the comment section in a before he was banned from Twitter, Kanye West tweet where he says, like, I'm going to go death con three on the Jews. And then all the imagine those pack rats were on their phones like, fuck, yeah, brother. About time someone said it. I can't do it, man. Imagine. Imagine that's who they were. They were all supporters of yay. Okay. (laughs) That's what they spent their last minutes doing going. I'm going to miss it when he runs for president in 2024. It sucks that I won't see him uh, live. I won't live to see him have his Twitter reinstated. (laughs) I was hoping he was going to get that Carrie Lake into office here in Arizona. (laughs) Son of a bitch. We're all going to die now. This is all part of the conspiracy. So just yeah, put maybe a negative spin. I can't. And they're not the they're not the fucking dwarves. They're not the Cinderella ones. They're not they're 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 not working for you. They're working against democracy. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.